When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. What's going on, guys? It's been too long. I took like three weeks off. Not really. Like I was actually doing a lot of stuff. I just haven't gotten to the show. I apologize for that. However, I also do want to say the last episode I posted, the personality versus character thing, that's doing very well. You guys are really responding to that. And I, one, I appreciate the support. I really do. I want you guys to know that. Um, but I was really surprised. Like it was... <sighs> It's been out for three weeks, and it has over twice as many views as any epi- any other episode that I've like ever <laughs> posted, which is awesome. Um, I don't think that I can say it's gone viral, but it has definitely picked up a lot of um, a lot of speed, and that's that's really cool. And I've had a lot of people message me saying that that it was helpful, uh, which is awesome. And I also completely forgot about what I was talking about, if I'm being totally honest with you guys. Um, and honestly, I thought people were going to get upset about it. And I think some people did, but also some people got, um, got the message. They understood that like, it's a harsh truth that we need to hear sometimes. And that's kind of the direction that this show is heading in to, to be totally transparent. I really fully intend to kind of steer it back towards the, the roots, which was just like every week is some, it's a specific psychology topic. It's something very particular, and then we take that and we turn it into something that's like very practical. Um, so like instead of looking at like the classroom environment where you you get like this dry stuff, and it's like okay, this experiment was performed, and this person discovered that, and this is how neurons work, and it's like okay, well, what does this mean though? How do I use it? How do I go out in the world and conquer? How do I make myself happier? How do I do whatever it is that I'm trying to do? Like, how does knowledge of human behavior help me in a, in a real sense, in a real world environment? And that's the goal of the show. And lately we've been steering into philosophy. We've been steering into just like kind of, you know, my life experience. So we've gotten away from that original stuff. We're going to get back to it. I absolutely um, have every intention of doing that. The primary issue with it is just time to research uh, because I do put a lot of work into making sure because like uh, you know a lot of that stuff is like it's half coming from me and it's like how like my my experience and like my logic and me figuring out like how I've used it before. Um, the other half of it and it's probably not an equal half, but the other half of it is, is other people's work, right? So it's like I don't I don't teach you guys things that I haven't had some kind of experience with. Um, and if I do on the rare occasion, I'm, I'm very particular about like everything comes from vetted experts and I'm, I'm careful about like not putting my stuff into it. So it just takes a lot of time. Um, but that's definitely the direction we're headed in. And in the meantime, since I don't really have that kind of like spare time on my hands to, to be able to do that research and I really want to get back to it and I've been slowly easing into it. But I've just been using this time to like to talk to you guys and to kind of ex- like share my experience of human behavior, mindset, stuff like that, philosophy too, for sure. So we're going to kind of just just because you guys reacted so well to the last episode, um, we're going to kind of stay on the same train of thought as, as well as I can. 
again, I don't totally remember what I talked about. That was genuinely just a, a rant, if I'm being honest with you guys. Um, there was some preparation, actually. There, there was a good bit of preparation, but when I like it got time to record, a lot of what I had prepared did not come out, which is fine. Um, so real quick, thank you. Just throw that out there. Um, if you guys do want to support the show, the subscription is on there. I know it's on Spotify up at the top. I'm not sure about Apple Podcasts, but I'm, I'm sure it's the same. It's a very cheap subscription. It does actually help me out a lot. Um, but, and thank you for everybody that's already doing that. You guys are the real, real ballers. Appreciate you. So let's get into it. Let's talk a little bit more about character. Let's talk a little bit about what that means um, and how to develop it. We did talk about this some last episode. We're going to kind of go down the same train of thought. So I want to start off by talking about, let, let's remember that the, the character that we have, which is a very interesting word, you know, you can relate it to, and I've talked about this before, that the character that you play or the character that you see in like a movie, a TV show, in a, in a book, whatever it is, <clears throat> You have this, oh yeah, by the way, if you hear that beeping in the background, my um, smoke detector is giving me that low battery warning. And I don't know why, because it's plugged, it's like directly wired into the walls. So it doesn't, it shouldn't have a battery. I can't figure out how to make it stop if you hear it. It is what it is. Um, you may hear me yell at it at some point, the, those flashes of blind rage towards inanimate objects, probably a lesson in psychology itself. Um, probably the shadow side coming out. You need to do some shadow work, some healing. Um, anyway, so yeah, the character that we build, that we develop. I like to look at it as like the same way that you would draw, you would you would develop a character in some sort of story, right? Because that's that's all we're doing. We get to choose who we are in our personal story and the the qualities that we choose to develop have a very real and very tangible return. They, they take time to show a return on, but it's, it's, very, it's a very real thing. It's, a very, it's something that you can, like, you can notice, you can, you can observe, you can witness, you can predict, you can count on. And that's why the, like, the character is so important versus your personality, because your personality is constantly in flux, right? Your personality can change based off of situations, based off of different environments. And that's something that we talk about a lot here. The environment has a huge impact on you. It really does. If you don't believe that, um, it's really not hard to, to, to find evidence of it, though. There's been so many studies done on it, and it's one of the reasons that human behavior is actually really difficult to study. Like, it's really hard to study, like, sociology and, and, and even psychology because people act differently in different environments. And so a, a lot of experiments, like, the reason that they're kind of, like, when they're taught and they're kind of like, well, this is very, like, dry, it's a very, like, isolated environment – it's hard to make that practical sometimes because like that's how you have to do it like to, to isolate a certain behavior it's difficult and you know we've all had this experience we go to maybe church and then we go to the grocery store and then we're around our, our friends and then we're around you know whoever else then we go to work and it's like we're a little bit different everywhere we go and as we grow we're around different types of like groups, maybe we have some sort of like, we have different classes, there's different people in those classes. Um, and then like we have different jobs, we act a little bit differently around people in different departments. We've got all this, like these different environments, these different personalities that we interact with. 
it's constantly somewhat in flux, right? Our personality changes a little bit. So a lot of times, like I'm, I'm a very quiet person and then all of a sudden I'm, I'm a very loud person. And it, it kind of comes down to a situational thing. And it's really interesting because a lot, because some people have made the comment recently about how like, quiet I am. They're like, and I've, I've gotten the, the, the statement that I'm very stoic quite a few times. And then some people look at that and they're like, Jack, really? Like, he's kind of a loud mouth. <laughs> like, because I am, like I'm both, like my personality is pretty wide ranging. It's pretty dynamic. And that, that's not unusual, right? Like a lot of people, are like that so i mean or excuse me everybody's like that like maybe not everybody's like as wide of a range as i am maybe but we all behave a little bit differently depending on the situation that's why the, like, the personality is not a good indicator of like long-term success it's not a good indicator of is this a good partner for me it's like oh yeah they make me laugh they're a lot of fun and like, I, I have a great time with them i feel this way but it's like well do they have the character to make a good partner, right? Are they going to enforce your values and the values that they claim to have now when they're raising your children, right? Are they going to stay consistent when things get tough? Are they going to be the same person? And and like if they if they're around this other group of people, are they still going to be totally loyal to you, right? And it's like if it, if you're only basing your encounter with them off of their personality probably not like to just be totally honest you have to look at the character and it takes time to notice that and i'm the worst offender with this but you like you've got to take things slow with romantic relationships and my new rule is six months like not necessarily to date but before i really like start opening up with somebody i got that from robert green it's actually working really well because i'm I, like i said i'm the worst offender i'm somebody that tends to like jump into things really quickly and anybody that's been on the show for a while knows how that's worked out for me, um, which is cool because it's a learning, <laughs> learning experience. Um, but yeah, no, so the character is very important. That's something that's consistent over time. That's something that's consistent in different environments. So if you're an honest person, you're, you're always an honest person, right? It's not a personality trait, it's a character trait. That's who you are. That's really who you are. And it's like, you can change your character, but it takes a lot more work to change that than it does your personality. It's a much deeper thing. It's more fundamental. Like that's the framework that you're operating off of. So to get down there and change those, it's tough, okay? It takes time, it takes work, it takes consistency. And it's worth it though. Like if you don't have the character you want, it is absolutely worth it to take the time to develop it. And it's actually very simple. We like to make this complicated. Oh, I don't know how to get rich. Oh, I don't know how to be successful. Oh, I don't know how to be a good partner. I don't know how to do this, that, the other. And it's like, when you really boil it down to what is the difference between you and this other person, that's, that's actually pretty noticeable. It's pretty obvious, right? Like we kind of know what we need to do. We just don't do it. And so that's why like we talk about things on the show about like how to get started with that, how to move in that direction, how to build good habits is a very hot topic for sure. Um, how to program your mind, how to reprogram your mind because you're being programmed constantly. We live in the, in the matrix and it's like, well, you can either complain about that or you can leverage it and you can understand, well, for a program, that means we can reprogram ourselves. That's actually really cool. That's where we diverge from computers basically is that like, you know, our hardware can be influenced by the software. The software can re rewrite the hardware. 
that I don't know why I had so much trouble saying that. So let's talk about like the character because it's really important, right? And like you're playing a character that you pick, okay? And we like to play, people in general like to act as though they are stuck with the person that they are. And it's just not true. Like there are definitely some limitations. And if you've been a certain way for a really long time, it's gonna be hard to change. It's gonna take either one, a lot of work and consistent effort, or it's gonna take something really traumatic, like really traumatic to like just shock you out of that. And that's where like near death experiences come in. They just, they, they shock you out of who you used to be. So like, you know, you were screwing up, you were, you were messing around, you weren't really on the right track. And then like, death comps and you're like oh wow actually this is a valuable thing life life is a valuable thing and death is very real okay and it puts things in a better perspective and like people change from that all the time to be fair i've had multiple near-death experiences i have not changed at all so it, it comes down to how you interpret it now i've eventually gotten on a better track but it wasn't an overnight thing so that being said you you really need to, to take some time to think about what character you're playing because we like we have a tendency to settle into something and it's usually the path of least resistance. We usually find something that makes sense, that works maybe in high school, maybe as a young adult, and we stick with it because it makes sense, it kind of works for us and it's like, okay, it's easier to make adjustments off of this than it is to completely rewrite this whole person. And I need to stop saying the W's because I can't seem to get them out correctly tonight. <clears throat> and this is really sad. It really is. Not my difficulty articulating my, my words and enunciating, but the, the fact that we fall and settle into this path of least resistance. And it's like, we have so many options. We can be any character that we want. We can write whoever we want to play and we choose what's most convenient, what's easiest, what we just kind of slide into, right? That's stupid. We get one life, and even if you're like me and you do believe in some sort of reincarnation, we only get this life once. So do you really want to just hand the reins over to the result of your evolutionary programming and your social programming and say, okay, well, this is who I am. This is just my personality. This is just my character. It is what it is. Or do you want to say, I don't get to do this again. I'm not going to be me in this time frame ever again even if i like death is not the end and i get recycled back into this shit show and i have to do it again like it's gonna be a somebody different it's gonna be different opportunities different experiences in my personal opinion that's the point of life is to have experiences right we have the tools that we need to change our character to change the character that we're playing is what i'm saying basically and it, it comes down, I've said this before, it comes down to doing the things that we know we should be doing. It's really not that difficult if you look at successful people, like, and by success, I mean anything like that you're striving towards. So for me, that may be like a multimillionaire, um, some sort of entrepreneur who also has like an awesome work-life balance and they've got like these artistic projects on the side, right? That, that's what I look for. I respect people that have been successful in multiple things, like multiple fields. I don't know why, that's just always resonated with me for whatever reason. So for you though, that may be something that's a little bit more like, um, you know, not financially based. Maybe it's just the artistic. Maybe it's like a sports related, some kind of athletic thing. Maybe it's more in terms of like a social thing. Like you want to just be genuinely a good person and like your value and what you have to contribute stems mostly in your opinion from 
like your ability to influence other people around you. And like, you don't necessarily want the fame or the, the success or anything like the money or anything, but you want to be successful at how you affect people. Like you want to be a good influence on the world, whatever it is. I don't care what it is. As long as you know what it is and you're able to articulate it, that's it. That's all that matters. You find people that are successful and you figure out like, what's the difference between them and me. And when you really boil it down, you've got to backtrack a little bit, like ask them, like, don't look at like, if you're making $20,000 a month working a slave job, don't go to a multimillionaire and be like, well, what's the difference between you and me? What was the difference when you were in my position? When you were just like me, what decisions did you start making differently? Okay. How did you start thinking differently? And like, you don't always get access to these people directly, but you can absolutely find somebody that you're, you're, you can look up to and admire and you can find content that they've made. You can find things that they have where they've shared their story, where they've like giving some kind of classes or lectures or something. You can find something that they have talked about their life and how they have progressed from where they were in your shoes or worse, maybe slightly better, whatever. And they've changed things. Start focusing on those changes, right? And I want to talk about a few things um, just to kind of to kind of to kind of play into this a little bit because your character does matter a lot your character is something that is going to affect you unconsciously if you have a really strong character so it's like for example you always say what you believe to be true okay and like you speak up when you think that something needs to be said even if you're scared that's fine but you do the things like that you know to be best so maybe your morals differ from mine but you do what you believe to be the best option. I believe I do what I believe to be the best thing. And at the end of the day, we may have a fundamental disagreement on strategy, maybe even values, but we can respect each other mutually because we were doing the right thing based off of our understanding of it. Okay. And that's, that's basically what like self-esteem boils down to how consistent, how conscientious are you, right? If you get up every day, and I don't, I'm, I'm going to use a hypothetical routine. I hate when people are like, well, you got to get up at six in the morning to work out. No, you really don't. But let's say you get up every day, you exercise, you eat healthy, you do some reading, you do some meditating, you know, you do some things that feed your soul, you make some art, you go on a walk, whatever it is, like whatever floats your boat, you do those things, you go to work, you, you make your money, you spend time with people you care about, right? You have very clear options. Well, during that day, you could skip the workout. You could half-ass the workout. You can eat junk food. You can let your temper get a, the, the best of you. You can let a bad day um, come home with you and affect how you treat your partner. You can do all of these things, right? And they erode at your self-esteem. Because if you, make, if you do it once, it's going to be that much easier to do it again. You do it a few times, now it's a habit. Once it's a habit, once it becomes a pattern, your unconscious starts to identify with that. It's like, well, this is just what I do, at least in this situation, right? And once you have ingrained that into your identity, that you are someone who consistently gives into weakness, basically, and weak people suck, let's remember that, but you give in like to this desire to be lazy, right? You give in to this desire for junk food, for, you know, getting attention from people outside of your relationship, whatever it happens to be. You do it a few times, it becomes a habit. Once it's a habit, you're screwed. It's hard to change. You can absolutely do it. But the odds of you trying to and actually staying consistent enough to be successful are very low. And I'm not saying that to discourage you from trying. I'm saying that to be realistic 
so that you understand when you're looking at something you say well should i do this thing should i skip this workout well are you free from the law of cause and effect because the law of cause and effect states that every action is going to have an um, equal or opposite reaction but it's also it's going to produce some kind of result like you're going to do something and there's going to be a consequence for it and a huge problem with our society is that we've tried to get away from that we've tried to ignore that 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 actions have consequences right it's like well i want to go out dressed however i want i'm also going to complain when i get attention that i supposedly don't want well you don't get to complain about the way people look at you if you dress a certain way well they shouldn't look at me okay whatever but they do you know what's going to happen so why are you drawing that attention to yourself well i did it for me no you didn't you did it because you want some kind of reaction from people and if you didn't want that reaction you wouldn't do the thing that you knew drew that reaction right i want to make more money but i'm actually going to get high and watch TikTok every evening instead of working on my side hustle i'm going to get high and just sleep in i'm going to get drunk i i'm gonna i'm gonna stay up all night on TikTok playing video games whatever i used to use video games as an example now i use TikTok probably because TikTok has actually become kind of destructive for me <laughs> in some ways um I deleted it for a good minute actually i only just re-downloaded it but the, the the point being if you really pay attention to the actions that you perform and the results they get it's not going to take long before you figure out what you need to change it it genuinely doesn't take a rocket scientist the reason that people don't change it like this is simple stuff it's not complicated they don't do it because it's hard because they don't have the character to do it because they've developed a character of being that person, the lazy person, the, the, um, you know, the, the person that gives into their impulses, their desires, the person that doesn't do the extra work, whatever. So that's why I'm so big on conscientiousness. It's actually like, I think it's the biggest indicator of success. I'm not, it, it, it might not be the biggest, it might be the second, but I think, I think it's like the, the number one personality trait that's like, if you have high levels of conscientiousness, you're probably going to be successful, right? Or maybe maybe it's not, you're probably gonna be successful. Maybe it's more along the lines, of like if you are successful, you, you probably have high levels of it. And like, just to redefine the word, it's, it's basically doing the things that you're supposed to do, right? So it's like, you look around your apartment, you got dirty dishes in the sink, and yes, I'm calling myself out. It's like, well, you know you should do that. If you consistently don't do it, you, you lack conscientiousness. You lack that certain discipline to do the right things. You show up for late work frequently. You don't have consciousness, right? Um, versus if you do have that character trait in high, high levels, you basically do the right stuff. And that's what it boils down to. You do that consistently, it becomes your character. Now, it also, it like, that, that, has, that plays into your self-esteem because the character that you develop is, is going to reflect the way that you, you look at yourself. So if you, and I've talked about this before, I say, look, when you when you want to take on a big project let's say you like you you want to enter some kind of competition um you want to start a business let's let's use that that's going to be the easiest example or you want to write a book you say well i want to write this book i want to start this business but it, I, I just i'm not confident that i'm going to be successful i'm not confident that i'm going to follow through on it okay let's backtrack why do you have a habit of finishing the things that you start do you have a habit of doing things that are difficult, that are unpleasant and uncomfortable consistently, right? 
So if you have a habit of going to the gym every day, five days a week, whatever, um, and you've had that for three years, that's actually does a lot for your self-esteem. And it drives me crazy that people overlook this. All right. My opinion, my personal estimation is that your self-esteem, your character, the easiest way to look at somebody to, to figure out somebody's character is to look at their physical health. If you have a poor character, you're not going to take care of yourself, right? Now, just because you have a good looking body doesn't mean that you're a good person, obviously, but you at least are consistent with something. You're doing something that most people aren't. And that's like health is one of those things that like you can't buy. You can't fake your way to it. Yeah, you can take certain supplements and accelerate it. You still have to work out, though. There's nothing you can take that's just going to make you look like a Hollywood star. It, even those people that like, and I, I have no idea what kind of supplements Hollywood stars take. I could probably find out, but I, I really don't care. The, the point is that like, even if you take all the right stuff, you still have to work out. You still have to eat a certain way. And those guys and girls, they, they're, they're in the gym like a lot. Like it's not easy, you know? And that's their job. That's why they're, they're professionals, because they look the best. And they, they're the most talented. Um, and, you know, whatever. The Lizard King decided that they were going to be there, so they are. No, I'm just kidding. Um, anyway, don't cancel me. So, basically, <clears throat> self-esteem comes down to, in a large part, to be how conscientious you are. And it's something that you can create through your actions. When, and that's something that's powerful to understand, because I hear... I work with a lot of people that have low self-esteem and understand this. If you have a poor opinion of yourself in some way, you deserve that. And I'm not saying that to be like, to be mean or to come after you or to say like that you deserve to stay there. However, it's a consequence of a certain series of actions, a certain series of causes that have created the result of poor self-esteem. Now, listen, when I say that you deserve it, I don't mean that, like, that's your place, stay there. I mean that you have allowed yourself to be put in that place, okay? It's like, let's say you grew up in a rough childhood, right? And it's like, well, you, do you deserve that rough childhood? No, really, you don't. Like, if people were, were talking down to you and, like, programming you with negative beliefs when you were a kid, do you deserve that? Absolutely not. However, at some point, you have to understand that, like, look, you don't deserve everything that happens to you, but you do have to take responsibility for your healing, for your growth, for your trajectory in life. And you can only blame people so long. And it's really sad. I see full-grown adults older than me, old sometimes, that still blame their parents for everything. Oh, life didn't work out because of this, that, the other. And it's like, it comes down to like, and sometimes they admit it. Sometimes you just kind of have to figure it out and they, they'll never admit to it. But it's like his teachers, it was people in their childhood, his people, his friends that they had. It's really sad. Like, you have so much power over who you are and over your life. And it's scary to admit that because when you admit it, you have to understand, look, I've been accepting this standard. I've been accepting where I am now, right? And the best way to fix that in my opinion, again, is to start working on your character, okay? You consider yourself an intelligent person. You consider yourself a hardworking person, right? A good person. But you're broke. You're single. You're lonely. You don't have all the things that you want. You don't have the success you, you want. You don't have any of the things that you want, right? So how smart are you, realistically? How good are you, 
at getting what you want realistically if you don't have the things that you want right and it's painful to like sit there and think okay well maybe actually i'm not as good as i think i was all right because I, I promise you there's people that are stupider than you that make a lot more money there's people that work much less than you that make significantly more money there's people that are less good of a partner that have your dream relationship and it is really it's really annoying to think about this stuff because it's true and you'll find people like that and it's easy to blame and make excuses and say well they got lucky or they they had more money than i do they had like a leg up whatever it was listen you have to take responsibility for getting the things that you want and you can only exert so much power so much control so much influence on the outside world most of the power that you have is an internal power to decide what am I going to do with myself right now? And that's all it boils down to. It's very simple. Focus on building a character, something that is sustainable, something that is not a personality trait or quirk, something that is fundamental and very powerful, something very strong, something that's going to have longevity, something that's going to weather the storms that life is going to throw at you. So you look and figure out like, well, what are the character traits of the people that I admire most? Let's go ahead and copy and paste those, right? You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Just figure out what is it that they do that you don't, right? So maybe they're not even that hard of a worker, but they never hesitate to make certain decisions. They never hesitate to do certain things, right? Um, maybe they have a totally different way of looking at the world than you do. Okay, start listening to them as much as you can. Start seeing what, what shift can I make to get into this place, right? Um, and yeah, so the self-esteem, like it, it comes a lot from being conscientious, right? It comes from doing the things that you know to be right. The crazy thing is that once you get gain a little bit of momentum with this, you'll start to pick up speed and it'll, the habits will start to take over for themselves, right? It's really hard to start and it's very uncomfortable. But once you get into it, once you spend like a few months doing these new things, they kind of become second nature. You really don't have to think about it anymore. And that's kind of crazy. Like it's cool. Um, but no matter how difficult anything is, you're going to grow to adapt to that environment. It's like you put a goldfish in like a little bowl and it's not going to get that big, but you put it in like a pond and it gets, a, it gets a lot bigger. Um, I don't know how big a goldfish gets, but I do know that if you put yourself consistently in more and more di like difficult situations and you give yourself the opportunity to grow and you focus on the fundamental stuff, right? So Everybody can listen to this and go in totally different directions with it, but they can take the same fundamental principles and apply them to any course of action that they desire, right? And that's the other part of this too, is like, what is it that you want? Who do you want to be? Stop like taking the cop out that like desire is this bad thing. Like desire allowed to run rampant can hurt you, yes. Desire where you, um, you know, you refuse to be happy until you have this thing. Like, that's kind of silly, right? Um, desire can be toxic and can be negative, yes, but desire is also responsible for us changing our lives. Like, if you didn't want more, you wouldn't be motivated to get more, okay? And if you, didn't be, if you weren't motivated to do better in life, then you wouldn't be able to help the people around you. You wouldn't be able to enrich the lives of those that you care about. And you wouldn't be able to experience this world, this reality, this life in the way that you were meant to. Because it doesn't make any sense that the, the, the limitless capabilities of the human brain 
we're meant to work a nine to five job as a cog in the wheel without any sense of like higher purpose. Like, I don't even care if you don't believe in a higher power, like really look at the potential that you have and understand that so much of the gap between where you are now and the, the people that are living the life that you want to, a lot of that is just those daily decisions, those little character traits. They've built a stronger character than you have. They've made different decisions. They're not necessarily smarter per se, but they've made decisions that worked out better for them. They figured out what actions produce the right results, and they've taken responsibility for that. One of the biggest things that I can, I can point out, like you have to take responsibility for wherever you are today. It doesn't matter where you are today. It doesn't matter if there were outside influences that pushed you into that. Oh yeah, you know, like my parents did this and that and the other. My boss did this, that and the other. This person hurt me back in the, in, in the past and that's why I am the way I am now. You know, it's like, well, you can say like, look, my ex like really screwed me up. I'm, I'm never, I'm never gonna love again. And that's really silly because you're giving this other person a lot of power over your life. Somebody that obviously doesn't love you. Somebody that doesn't care about you. If they gave a fuck, they would still be here, right? But like you're giving away all this power. It's like, well, no, I refuse to trust again. Look, you can get smarter about who you trust, but that doesn't mean that you stop trusting. You can be more meticulous about like vetting people out. You can be better about setting boundaries. You can learn to be like to get into things a little more slowly, um, as I have. <laughs> You know, but that doesn't mean that you just give up on it because you had one bad experience, right? Um, same thing that goes with anything, right? It's silly to say, well, these people didn't treat me right, so that that dictates the course of the rest of my life. These people said that I couldn't make it, and I can't shake that. Well, of course you can't shake that. You've had that in your head for however long. Like, your parents told you that, you know, rich people are evil and that you're never going to amount to anything. Okay, hopefully your parents didn't say that. Um, but like it happens, you know, and it's like, maybe it's not explicit. Maybe it's just like a, an implied thing. Like, no, 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 this is how it is. Listen, I work, I, I have a pretty good position for myself now and I make a pretty good income. My parents still tell me that I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Oh, get out of sales. Don't do that. That's no good. Or, oh, you're still doing the podcasting thing. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Like, they're like, well, why, why don't you go back to college? Why don't you, why don't you go back and do this, that, the other? It's like, no, like. My path is different and that's okay. You can't let people dictate the course of your life. That comes down to a weak character. Weak people suck, remember? You don't wanna be weak. And if you feel like you're weak now, that's okay. Take re responsibility for that, accept it. Like understand this is where I'm starting from and just focus on the next step. Okay, maybe my character is weak now because I know that I don't have a habit of standing up for myself. I don't have a habit of being assertive. I don't have a habit of taking care of myself. Again, like really your, your body means so much. If you don't take care of your body, how do you expect to be successful at anything else, right? You can't control the, the one thing that you have absolute control over. And obviously some people have certain diseases and limitations, I get that. But like you're given something that is uniquely yours. It's the only thing that's really yours, right? The government can show up tomorrow and take everything that you have, you piss them off, you know? They can delete the podcast. They could take, they could freeze my bank accounts, which I mean, let's be real. There's not much to freeze. So it'd probably be a waste of time for them. But like they could, they could like take everything overnight. They can't take my body from me. They could kill me, but like, you know, they, they can't take your mind. They can't, they can't force you to do anything with your body that you don't consent to. And I 
think Marcus Aurelius talks about something along those lines. Says, look, like you can't be forced, your soul can't be forced or coerced into anything that it doesn't decide to do. Anything that you choose to do is your decision. So if you go along with things that you don't agree with, that's hurting your character because you're telling yourself that you're weak because you know intuitively that you could stand up against this. You don't have to be this way. You don't have to do this thing. You're deciding to out of weakness because you're scared, because it's difficult not to, whatever it is. All right, so if you've consistently done this for a long time, if you haven't stood up for yourself, if you haven't taken care of yourself, whether that's mentally, spiritually, emotionally, um, physically, whatever, if you haven't done that, like you've built a reputation with yourself as not being trustworthy. Your unconscious isn't going to entrust you, or excuse me, your unconscious is not going to trust you because you don't deserve it, right? You have this low self-esteem because that's the, that's the reality that you've built for yourself. The cool thing is, is that you don't have to stay there. The best thing that I know of being human is that you can actually change anything whenever you want to. Now, it may not happen quickly. It may not be easy. And the path to do it may not be very clear, but you can do it. And if you don't believe me, there's so many success stories out there from people that came from literally nothing or less than nothing. People that were in jail, they were felons, they were bankrupt, they were, you know, they came from, you know, like these impoverished areas and nations and whatever else. And they built something for themselves. They changed themselves. That starts with the internal work, okay? And it's really frustrating to do the internal work for a long time. Don't get me wrong. You have to do the external work as well, right? You can't just sit around and read self-help books and expect to get better based off of reading those. You can immerse yourself in these books, put them into practice, take the time to actually internalize these principles that you're learning, to experiment with things, to get better, to grow on a daily basis. It still takes time. Like I've been working on myself for years and years and years and i'm only like just now starting to gain any traction i'm serious like it's been a long time now don't get me wrong i was somewhat successful at some other stuff but at the same time like it wasn't to the, the like i was capped out you know and i learned really valuable things from those but it's like you have to be willing to keep plugging along day in and day out it doesn't it doesn't end like you have to be really harsh on yourself and say no I'm not going to let the little things slide. I'm building my character. Okay. People ask you, why do you always speak your mind when it's something that like, you know, there's something going on that you don't agree with and you speak up about it. You refuse to go along with things that you don't morally agree to. Okay, great. Do that. And you know what? Sometimes like you, you have to do it within certain limits of reason. You know, like if, if the consequence for, doing i'm trying to i'm trying to think of a way to say this without getting the like the the podcast like taken off um without pissing off the lizard people if you refuse to wear things that inhibit your breathing and you know it's like well you believe that that's wrong to, to force people to do that you like it's like i get it but it's like you can't force people to do that well if the result of it is losing your career maybe the best move is is not to just blatantly break that rule in such a way that you're just going to be fired from your job and it's like well that doesn't really help anybody right maybe you have responsibilities you have to take care of yourself you have to take care of other people like okay maybe the responsible thing to do is to resist and to stand up to it but at the same time to be smart and understand that hey look like i've got to be intelligent about how i go about this that doesn't mean that i just have to blindly comply though 
maybe it's a work situation. Maybe there's like, I actually went through this today. Let's, I'm, I'm not going to go into detail, but um, I really didn't want to speak my mind. I really didn't. Like I had a lot of things to say, but I don't want to say it because I knew that I ran a very real risk of bruising some egos. And I knew that there were some delicate egos. And I knew that, you know, the consequence for that is potentially me losing like what I've worked for. Right. But it comes down to like, is this something that I believe is right? And I said, it, it was an integrity thing. And I had to come down and say, like, look, what was done in this situation was wrong, ethically wrong. It was not okay. And I'm like, it, it just isn't. That is what it is. And here's why. Here's why I disagree with it. And I know nobody wants to talk about this, but it has to be said. Super uncomfortable. Really didn't want to have that conversation, but I was like, it, it came down like, do I say what I believe to be right or not? And I, and I thought about it for a second. It's like, well, it comes down to a character, it comes down to my reputation with myself. I could, you know, completely bullshit this whole conversation. And then still go on the podcast tonight and talk about how, yeah, integrity, whatever. Nobody would really know, but I would know. That's going to that's gonna bother me. Even if I forget about it, my unconscious won't. Part of me will remember that. Part of me will know that I refuse to do what I believe to be right, that I didn't speak up for the people that were being wronged in this particular situation, um, that I neglected my responsibilities as a leader to help people that can't really help themselves in this, like to, to be that, that, that portal. And that's, that's, that's all it is. It's uncomfortable and it's not glamorous and there's no aha moment, but consistently doing these right things over and over again does lead to you being somebody that you trust, like you trust yourself. So when these big decisions come, you don't stress about it as much anymore. You just know I'm that kind of person that will get this job done. I'm the kind of person that will weather these storms. You can go like, look, imagine you go into, rela into a relationship and you understand that like one, I can bounce back from anything. No matter what happens, no matter how badly I get hurt, I can heal. I know how to heal. I've done it before. And I'm going to be hard on myself to make sure that I don't become bitter just because like if this doesn't work out, right? Also, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I can stay faithful, that I can do the things that I'm supposed to do, that I can fulfill my duties in this, in this partnership, whatever they may be, for whoever they may be. Everybody's got their own thing. I'm not going to get into that. Um, like, the, the amount of self-confidence that comes from that. Like, do you see what I'm saying? When you have that kind of belief in yourself, anything is possible. Because it's no longer a matter of, can I do this or not? It's just, is it worth doing? Yes. Okay, let's go do it. Because I'll figure it out. You develop into somebody that can really do some crazy stuff. Because you're consistently pushing, you're consistently doing what you, what you believe to be correct. You're going to make mistakes and you're going to learn from those, right? But you, you build that reputation. You build that solid foundation. That's not a personality trait. That's not like, oh, yeah, they're like this sometimes and like that sometimes. Like, no, they're very consistent. You know, they may be louder in certain situations. They may be goofy in some situations. But when push comes to shove, they're going to do the right thing. Okay. And you trust yourself to do that, dude, makes all the difference in the world. And it has like a really interesting effect on you too. Like, 
Um, let me look at my notes actually. Um, what, what I, what I want to point out just to kind of bring back to this topic, like the, the basic question, the only thing that you need to ask is who do I want to be? Like, and I say it jokingly sometimes, like, who do I want to be when I grow up? No, really, who do you want to be? Because if you, if you can articulate who you want to be, what kind of person you want to be, and you can make your future self, your own personal hero, well, then it actually becomes pretty easy to figure out how to get there. Because you just have to imagine, well, what would that person do here, right? And it's like, well, maybe that person's a lot smarter than me and they would actually do something different. However, I know that that person would do the best they could, okay? So fear is not a factor anymore. Um, pain, discomfort is not a factor anymore. It's just a matter of what is the correct option? What is the most intelligent option, right? So that's very important. Understand that as you do this, as you start to, like, your body responds to it. As you climb the social hierarchy, you're going to, it, it's going to create a chemical change in your body. As you develop into somebody that's more confident in themselves, you're going to naturally start to do certain things. You're going to start to, to, to go out in the world and you're going to win. You're going to, to get some tangible victories under your belt. Um, and that's a really cool thing. It's going to change the, the way that you feel about life in general. It's going to change the amount of like, you know, like the serotonin and testosterone and whatever else that's in your body, like it influences that. You start, you win, you, you win in a social encounter with somebody, right? Like you, our bodies are still primal. They respond by making you feel more dominant, by making you feel like the victor. Like it's a very, it's a biochemical change that occurs within you. It's now chemical change is awesome. Like you do something in your mind, it starts off as I'm going to make a decision to be a certain way. It ends up being a tangible, physical change change in your actual body and in response and like so you feel better about yourself you you do things better you communicate better and that just like it's it's a it's like the opposite of a vicious cycle it's a wonderful cycle like you do more of it because you feel so good about it because you feel so empowered to take action to get out there and do something and it's this it's like the snowball effect like it gets away from you a little bit like and then you start to bring other people into your group you start to bring other people onto the same like wavelength as you and then they support you and then you become like this this cohesive thing that is greater than the sum of its parts it's a really powerful thing and it starts with making the decision that you're not going to accept mediocrity you're not going to be you're not going to accept the path of least resistance you are going to become whoever the fuck you want to be and nobody can stop you from doing that except for yourself so if you decide that you're not going to be the person that you dream of being, you don't get to blame anyone but yourself, okay? You don't get to pass off the excuse to anybody else. Maybe it was somebody else's fault that you're here where you are right now, but five years from now, that, that's you, okay? So make the decision now, in five years, do you want it to be five years doing the same thing? Or do you wanna look back and say, I started working on my character, which is one of the very few precious things that we can control right? Nobody can take that from you. Nobody can take your character from you. They can put you in bad situations. They can trick you. They can rob you. They can blind you. They can lead you astray. They can distract you. They can scam you. They can, they can do all kinds of things, but they can't make you violate your ethical code. They can't make you violate your philosophy. They can't make you do anything that your soul does not want to do. So if you're doing these things, you have to take responsibility for that for the fact, excuse me, that, hey, this is actually my decision to make. And if I don't like it, I need to figure something else out. I got to take responsibility. I got to take control. It's important. 
So we're going to kind of wrap it up with that. Um, last thing I want to say, there's going to be a lot of issues that come up with this. There's going to be a lot of things to stop you and prevent you from being successful. Stop looking at those obstacles as something that's blocking your path. Start looking at them instead as a chance to prove yourself. Okay. If you make a commitment to work on your character for the next year, you're like, let's say I'm going to, I'm going to see where I can get in a year, you know, you're probably honestly not going to be rich in a year. There are ways to get there. You're, you may or may not have the perfect relationship or at least like the partner that you want. You may or may not have any of these things, right? However, you can make a total transformation in every aspect of who you are in six months to a year. You really can. You can create some profound and lasting changes that are going to stick with you for a long time. That's really special about being human. It's like, don't, don't take that for granted, guys. You can really turn things around so fast. It comes down to, to like how quickly you decide to. Okay. And like really quick, I'll share a story. Like when I first started doing all this, like what got me into like the, the, the catalyst, catalyst, excuse me. Can't talk tonight. It's very late. The thing that kickstarted my journey was, was I was very depressed when I was like younger and I was like first in the military. And one of the things that helped me out of that is like, I, I got some Tony Robbins books and I was like, I was genuinely scared that if I went through another depressive phase that I would not make it. I, I really did. Like I felt good again. I was like, I was happy. I wasn't depressed anymore for whatever reason. And I was honestly fucking terrified that I was going to go back to that. I was like, there's no way I'll last another two years of that. What, what I just went through, I can't do it again. I'm not strong enough. I'm scared that it's going to happen again because I actually enjoy life right now. This is actually really awesome. If I could feel like this forever, I won't, I won't want to kill myself. Like I won't want to like just sleep my life away. I won't want to like just, you know, destroy my body so that I can speed up the end. Like I won't feel that way anymore. I don't feel that way now. I love life. This is actually pretty cool. I'm scared of losing this. So I took these things that I learned in these self-help books and religiously applied them. I was so adamant about it. And I went, I overcorrected. I drove my friends insane. Like they were like, stop I calm down with the with the motivational crap but it was life or death to me it really was and I remember one exercise that in, it was in a Tony Robbins book he says look you know you write down somewhere that you can see it like the number 10 and then for the next 10 days every day you'll, you'll mark down one day and you're not allowed to entertain a single negative thought so every time you have a negative thought pop up look you're gonna have negative thoughts that's totally fine you're programmed to. It's a habit. It's a routine. You're not even going to notice them a lot of times. But every time you see that number 10, it's going to remind you. It's going to be a constant reminder that, hey, actually, I'm watching my thoughts. I'm doing this constant, this constant filter to make sure I don't have anything negative in. As soon as you pick up on that, it's okay that you had the thoughts. It's okay if you were thinking about it and you were getting into it. As soon as you remember to not think this negative thought, you have to change it. You have to break that state, and he gives you tools to do that. And we've talked about them on the show. We'll talk about them again. But you've got to shift out of that negative mindset, okay, immediately. You're not allowed to entertain it. If you do, you have to restart, okay? I restarted once. I got to, like, day seven. Like every, I wrote it on my arm. So it's like every day, like, no negative thoughts. Anytime I have one, I immediately do something to, to break that. Like, and I would do crazy stuff. Like, I started jumping on the bed one time. I would, like, anything to get off of that train of thought. And I was like, I was so serious about this. I remember after, like, yeah, it was day seven. And I, like, caught myself, I guess, mad about something. I was in the military. I was, I was, there's a lot of things to be mad about. 
And I remember it was like, okay, actually, I'm kind of pissed off right now. We're going to go down this hole a little bit. We're going to go down this rabbit hole. And I did, and I stopped. I was like, well, that didn't feel good. Actually, that wasn't worth it. And I restarted. And that was it. No negative thoughts. Not a single time. I was super, super strict on myself. All right. Now, not everybody's going to have the same motivation that I did. And it is important. And I'm not saying like I'm some superhuman. I was just, I had a lot of incentive to do it because I was so scared of the consequence of not getting a handle on those negative thoughts. Okay. That was where my head was at. And the point being that within like three months, I went from being this really depressed person to be being genuinely happy. Same circumstances, same job, nothing changed externally. Everything changed on the internal level, though. I was a totally different person, and I have never gone back. So that is a lasting, tangible change that you can create. You can do the same thing. Like, you have the same brain as me, essentially. Um, and there's people that have done so much more and with less. Like, the point being that, look, look you can decide to completely turn your life around, and you're going to be shocked at how fast it happens if you actually apply all of your resources towards creating that change. And I talk about character. I talked about last last episode. I'm going to talk about this one as well. It's because like that's the foundation that you're building off of is what kind of character that you have. All right. What character are you playing? Who do you want to be? That's all you have to know. Articulate that. Sit down and write it out. Be very specific. Okay. And look, every time you start working on yourself, your your vision of what you want to become and who you want to be is going to shift a little bit, right? Like three months ago, the vision I had of who I wanted to grow into and become, it was different, okay? And it was a little bit more based around like producing certain results. I won't get into it, but it, it, it was just different. Let's just leave it at that. And now like I've totally shifted what I actually want to be. And part of that is realizing that, hey, I was actually kind of, I didn't mean to be, but unconsciously, I was actually dishonest with myself because I tried to settle and I caught myself and I, I caught myself lying to myself. I was like, for some, for some reason, I thought I would be okay long-term, you know, working for somebody else. It's like, actually, I know deep down that that's not true. I can't like, I can do it to pay my dues and to get where I need to be, but that should never be the goal. It's a short-term goal. Sure. But for some reason I got, I lost that for a minute and I was thinking about, well, I can do this long-term. This is actually pretty cool, whatever. And then when I realized that, hey, actually, I'm deluding myself, it's kind of painful to realize. But it's like, okay, back to the drawing board. Let's figure out, like, who do I really want to be, okay? So the point is, that, like, you don't have to figure it out today. But you need to figure out to the best of your abilities today. And you need to start because you don't know how much time you have. Don't put this off. If you put it off until, like, okay, I'll do it tomorrow, Will you though? Like you're going to wake up tomorrow, totally reset. You're not going to have the same level of energy. You're not going to be um, in the same emotional state as you are as you're listening to this. You may be excited after this. Like this makes sense. I'm going to go do it. Jack's like the best speaker ever. And he totally got to me. Like he's just a, he's a genius. He knew exactly what to say. And his, his untethered brilliance just shone into my brain and illuminated the way that I must proceed upon. And, you know what, like that might be gone tomorrow. So do you want to take that chance? No, go sit down right now, go figure out who you want to become and accept that that may not be the, the total end result. But if it's the best that you can do right now, that's the best you can do right now. Go for it. Okay. And as you as you go, you will adjust, you'll make those little course corrections. That's fine. Perfect. Go for it. Get started. 
it's better to get started in the wrong direction than to just sit there um, and overanalyze until you spin your wheels out and go crazy. So thank you again, guys, for the support. Um, yeah, if you haven't listened to that, to the, the personality versus character episode, go do it. Um, I'm Reach out to me too. Tell me why you liked it, honestly, because I'm not even sure what was in there, like I said. Um, but yeah, no, character is super important. So we're probably probably not going to talk about it again next week um, or next episode. But it is definitely something that will be a recurring theme. And it has been for a long time, um, especially once we started talking about philosophy, which is earlier this year. I think it was back in January, February time frame. But yeah, um, if you guys are enjoying the show, you want to support it, um, subscribe. Hit me up on Instagram if you guys have any questions. I'm not super active on TikTok anymore. Um, but yeah, if you guys want like coaching or anything like that, I'm still very much in business. Um, reach out to me. Let me know what you guys want to do. If you have any recommendations for me, by all means, shoot them my way. Peace out. Good luck.